Welcome to Polymaths, uh, the podcast. We are on episode... Oh, come on, I can't remember. 16. I think we're on episode 16. If it's not episode 16, I'll correct it. This week, uh, we haven't got Ash. Ash isn't here. He's busy packing up his house because he's moving off to Norfolk, so he's, uh, he's busy um, sorting out all his boxes and everything. Um, but instead, I thought I would interview or bring on to the, uh, the podcast probably one of the main reasons why um, polymaths in terms of um, my life and uh, kind of how, how I approach everything is uh, stemmed from. Um, I can remember growing up and having uh, lots of things being built around the house, uh, lots of things being mended. We had Renault 12s, Renault 12s that were being um, repaired and restored. We had a really, really cool Audi 100 event that I think was, uh, I think I remember having a, uh, being a insurance or a bit of an insurance write-off uh, and that was being repaired. Really cool car actually, I like that. It's one of the only Audis I actually like, I remember that one. Um, and basically the reason why I've got such a fascination with everything in the world uh, and my kind of logic and calm approach to everything uh, is the person who's on the podcast this week, which is my dad, Alan. How you doing? <laughs> After the big introduction, there you go, you've got a lot to live up to now. There you go, so my, my dad, everybody. Um, yeah, how are you doing? You all good today? Yeah, Been fine, busy? Yeah. Just watched a film. Session in the, in the gym. Afternoon. What did you do in the gym? Just circuit. What's the usual circuit? What's the usual circuit? What like um, well, on the, on the uh, equipment? Just with this rubber and cross training stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's um, every week now, isn't it? Two minutes on each. So you get probably more exercise than I do at the moment. I've just been very, very lazy with the tennis coaching. I've, I've, I've played a lot of tennis on Thursday night. I played two hours of tennis in the group, um, but I've not really been playing much. So well, I've tried to go on the row a bit more this week in the, in the one in the garage. Yeah, so, really, I shouldn't really. Rather than leave it just a Friday every week. That's going between. <laughs> How long have you had? You've had that fair one because it used to be out in the living room. Uh, it's now out in the garage. Yeah. Is it a bit less accessible out in the garage now? Or? Well, it's just because it's, it's, well, it's just a bit cold and a bit cold. You, you need to. Go and do it. So that's a problem with the cars as well. I can't, I can't I struggle uh, working on the on the Galant out on the driveway uh, in the oh, cold as well. In the garage, I'm struggling anyway. So. <laughs> well, I've I've nicked. I don't know whether you've noticed, but I've got your knee pads in the car. All right. Because um, I found them up in the loft. Well, I was like, yeah. I need I need a pair of those. Because yeah. when I was going on on uh, photo shoots, my knees were clicking every time I kind of got down and put some pressure on the kneecap. Um, and I had uh, my knee. Knee, uh, my kneecap locked last year when I was in Norwich and I couldn't stand up for okay. for a day. Um, oh. It was when I was lying down uh, taking photos down at the tennis tournament down there. So I've been a little bit more careful. So I've, I need to get a nice proper pair. I'm not saying that your knee pad's not proper pair, but I need to get a nice yeah. pair. I went to B and Q and had a quick look, and they've got like ones with um, gel coat on the inside, like a gel pad. Yeah, it's the stop at the back that's yeah. the. Top, the Problem I find, uh, no, I didn't find that too yeah. bad because uh, it, it's got two, hasn't it? One, one yeah. on the upper side, one on the, on the lower side. I didn't find that too bad. But, um, so yeah, if we go back, we go back to when I was growing up. Um, obviously, everything around the house. Uh, we had a dresser that you made, um, 
A side, did you make the sideboard as well, or was it just a dresser? No, it was just a dresser in that corner. Just a dresser, yeah, and then yeah. obviously Popper was building a car when I was growing up. You were working with hands and restoring Bugattis, and I just kind of grew up in that kind of era of, well, not kind of era, but that environment of mm. just fix it kind of thing. Um, and I think it's definitely rubbed off. Um, there's a lot of, I mean, we had the, the Land Rover that I bought, and the before that, the Isuzu MU was very much... Oh, it's broken. Okay, we'll have a look Hands at on. it. Hands on, kind of get it done. I remember stripping that, stripping the hub down too much, <laughs> going too far. Yeah. We only had to undo. <laughs> we only had to undo one nut, and we ended up <laughs> stripping the entire why, hub. Wondering why it didn't look right, quite right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah. that was that was one with with no uh, instruction manual, was it? Mm, but um, like getting down and uh, <clears throat> seeing like all my friends down in Bristol and, and reading particularly a guy called Des, who's over in Essex, who's been making his hot rod and things. It's it's kind of just um, just reassured, reassured the fact that you can't really go wrong as long as you're thinking about it and doing it logically and safely, and, and it's a, a good quality work. So, uh, I mean, I've been thoroughly enjoyed working on the Galant with you and helping with the little bits on the Spitfire, although I've not, not particularly done a lot on that. Um, but, yeah, where did it all start for you? So you had... Well, it, you I, went into what was your apprenticeship? Well, it's difficult for me because I mean, my dad used to make uh, lots of things. He used to make it, but he used to <coughs> make do. Right. I mean, I'm because you're you're more of a I'm more of a sort of perfectionist. But I'm my dad, there, my not dad quite. would my dad would make things, but <coughs> you know, <laughs> as long as they were functional, how they looked or whatever, it didn't really it wasn't that bothered about. Yeah. So much anyway. <clears throat> but I mean, he used to do gardening. Um, he used to do, do all the decorating around the house, and he, of course, he built a, um, a greenhouse at the at his allotment and yeah. the house. And kept chickens and. Uh, hey, you had chickens? Yeah, we had chickens. Yeah, we had uh, half of next door's garden as well. Oh, really? Oh, for the yeah. top side? Yeah, just the top bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, we had, we had, we had chickens. Ooh, for a long time, because I used to go and get the chicks. We used to go. He, he made the, uh, quite a large wheelbarrow. We used to yeah. just walk it down. You know, I think it was the bottom of Abbey Street, uh, if I can remember rightly, and just buy a dozen chicks. <laughs> uh, and we used to go down and get food for them as well. Carry them up and, and put them in there. Did you have a hut and everything? Uh, you had that um, like air raid shelter at the top of the garden. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Corrugated iron, yeah. And he built onto so that. Right he built wooden extensions to it. But yeah, that's eggs every day. Uh, yeah. I mean, one <coughs> before I went to school, I used to have a, a beaten egg uh, with sugar. Used to oh really? That. Yeah. Arnie style. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It was beaten <laughs> up. <laughs> It up and then put sugar in I've it. I've never tried that. And it's quite nice. It was quite nice. And I can I'll have to try that. I can actually still taste it. Because uh, I found out a few <laughs> years ago that I used to like boiled eggs. Um, I used to take them to school, um, but apparently I got not picked cool on. Hand Luke time. Not, not cool hand Luke time. Not that style. No, not just raw. It was cool. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, got to, I think mum told me that I used to like boiled eggs, but then I used to get picked on at school, so I, I said I'd, I decided I didn't like them. Um, mm. But I had half of Lindsay's today because Lindsay started liking um, boilers now as well. So, so your dad. Yeah. So, so where did you get your so perfectionist I side from? Then, if your dad probably was, because 
Probably, and I mean, I, all the bikes, sorry, all my, um, well, I only had, okay, I only had one bike, but that was second hand. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, that, my dad never had a car, but my family never had a car. <clears throat> he, he's always, I always wondered that, but really, he said to me one day that, or oh, a few times, he'd, um, he'd been able to drive anything in the war. Yeah. When he was in the army, um, he could drive anything. But he had a, I think he had a crash on a motorbike and sidecar, I think it was. And he said from then on, he never drove. So we never right. had a car. He always went to work on his bike. Uh, like, well, well, like I did. I mean, I always went to work on the bike. But, yeah, so we never had a car. So we didn't travel very much. The tra only travelling we did was, was on the train. We went on holidays, well, most years. Where was holiday? To Blackpool or Yarmouth. <coughs> we did. I mean, I have been. We did go to Germany once, and we went to Poland when I was about sixteen to see relatives. That's where that picture of you standing in front of the door with your blue jumper on that looks exactly like me. Yeah, yeah. There are a few uh, photographs I can't find from there, but yeah. And I mean, that was an experience because it was in in the days when were, it was very poor in Poland. Yeah. Went. Germany, I can't really remember a lot of a lot about. Apart from, I, was, I can remember, because I was, I was only I know, quite young, about seven or eight, and uh, we were, I was on this playground on the roundabout, just sitting at, well, sitting on the roundabout, and this German lad came up and said something to me in German, which I didn't understand. <laughs> so I thought, oh, I thought it means I'm, <laughs> he wants me to move. So I moved and went and sat somewhere else, and he came and said the same thing. <laughs> Which I, didn't, I still didn't know what he was talking about. And then he, he hit me, you see. <laughs> he hit me. And, uh, I, of course, I went crying back to Mum and Dad. And eventually, anyway, Dad came down and had a word with him. And apparently, he, he, was, he was very he was sorry. Polite, he said, I'm sorry. I didn't realise he didn't speak German. What was his uh, He just wanted me to go, you know. Just, oh, oh, right, go away, okay. Go away, I think. But, uh, and uh, I remember kites in there. That was one thing that I mean, I can remember very vaguely. My dad, uh, one of the happier times, was that he used to just out of the blue one day think, right, we're going to make a kite. So he'd make yeah. a kite, and we go to Ritmog Wreck, as it still is, I think, and uh, and fly it. Cool. And that was you know very good, good experience. Might as well be Danny the champion of the world, isn't it? That's where. That, <laughs> yeah. Just making soap boxes and. Box cars and so, lanterns and things. But I mean, my knowledge of things has just come from um, trying, trying out, and I mean, making the shape. And I've, I've always made things anyway. From yeah, making toys when I was younger. So, because yeah. one of the first things I was like, I can't remember what that, what that's called. Marketry. Marketry. Yeah, so right. That's one of the first things that I can remember seeing you do. Yeah. Um, Obviously, for those of you who don't, well, you, you can explain what marketry is. Well, it's just pictures. <laughs> it's just pictures is it veneer? made out of veneer. Yeah, very, very thin veneer. Yeah. So very, very thin veneer, and you cut the cut the veneer cut the into shapes into shapes, and then. But I mean, that's got to be so precise. It had yeah. You, is that unless you have gaps or right? is that marked out from a a drawing that you have, and then you mark it onto the wood and cut the wood out, or is it? Well, there's two ways of doing it. Um, I tended to cut 
cut the pieces out and then cut round them on the <coughs> on the background and then insert them. Uh, other right. people cut the background out and then, and then fit and then fit and then cut the pieces out round that and then yeah. insert them. But, I mean, there's a there's two there's two pictures up there. There's one of a kingfisher and one of the four. Oh, it's a four. There's a, yeah, there's a. There's those they two. Have four. The, They're uh, the only the two plow, I remember. Two horses and the guy ploughing is is probably the, the the best one. But there's um, an eagle and a fit an eagle uh, on a cliff and um, a fish jumping out of the water. I can vaguely I, I think I can vaguely After remember the fish. Whether I should or not, I don't know. Should I have seen that one? Yeah, I think you should. Maybe I have seen that one, but no, I can remember. I can remember. Yeah, the I seem to remember that one. Either, no, very cool. And then from there, so your first was it your first job um, at Eaton's? What was that? Eaton's. Eaton's. No, well, yeah, I. Um, I did get a job uh, as a, a joiner at G. Walkers and Slater <clears throat> when I was 16, but I stayed on at school. I didn't take that. I stayed on at school. I was uh, coaxed into it. Mum didn't want me to stay on at school, but uh, I did. Uh, to do? Whether it was a good thing or bad. And I, I did uh, CSEs. Okay. Um, Is that the equivalent of A-levels? No. 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 It's, not, it's lower than GCSE. Yeah. Uh, lower than... Um, between low levels. Oh, is it? CSE is, Because, uh, um, <coughs> I mean, I wasn't very, very good at... He, uh, keep, he keeps knocking the table that the yeah. phone's on. I've got to tell him that if he knocks <laughs> the table that the phone's on, you get you get noise on the phone, which I can't get rid of. So, yeah, he's, okay. got, uh, he's, got, he's got a fidget on his foot. Yeah, so um, I, I, stayed at, <laughs> I stayed at school then, so I didn't take the job with you, Walker and Slater. Yeah. And then um, when I finished school... I applied for um, a few jobs. What jobs you applied for? In those days, you went for the apprenticeships. But I did. I went. I did apply to a graphic designer um, at a place in. Um, oh, I can't remember where it is now, but near Parcel Terrace, around there. Okay. Off you talk to the old you talk to the but I didn't get that job, and then anyway, eventually I, I, I ended up getting an apprenticeship at Aitons, which I, I quite enjoyed. I, I had um, was, was that metalwork? It right? was two years. That was all metalwork. It yes, it was um, fit a machinist. Okay, so machining, machining rather than yeah. like welding and. But well, no, but I went for a whole year. I went round, <coughs> and it was. It was in the barracks at Ascot Drive, actually, that I went to on a few, a few days. Um, you did everything, electrics, welding, plumbing. Electrics. Why, uh, are, we then, then, electrics? Eh? Why <laughs> are we both terrible at electrics? Why are we both terrible at electrics? I was, well, a, I just get, I was, I was a genius at school doing... Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, and then we went, some machining, we went to Normanton Road Tech okay. College, and then I did the, all the machining there. And... Uh, and then we went to an annex on Oswestern Road. Oswestern Road annex, um, two days a week. I did a five-year apprenticeship, and, and yeah. I, I got through that. Five in years. Fact, in fact, one. Um, Is that what they were then? Mm. A five-year apprenticeship. So yeah. you were a, a, like a junior minimum wage, learning on the job. 
Yeah, well, the Titans. Yeah, I, I was. I um, had a full year at college, and then I did day release, couple couple of days release, um, <clears throat> and I can't remember what it was. I was apprentice of the year one year, but I can't remember when it was. <laughs> and I think it, I got a voucher for so much money to to spend on it. And I still, I don't think I spent it actually. <laughs> you got the badge that we I can't remember how much it was, but it wasn't a lot. Because I was thinking what we could buy, you know, like a ruler or something. <laughs> That's what I could buy. Oh my god. Uh, <clears throat> Congratulations, here, have a ruler. But, uh, yeah, so, and then. Which one did you want to get? How, so you say you played for five, and one of them was a graphic design. Is that graphic design, like technical drawing graphic design? Yes, or graphic, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I applied for um, technical drawing. Uh, uh, drawer engineer drawing yeah uh, to at Aitens but which one did you want? I didn't mind because I quite like technical drawing at school but I had passed the exams for that but I didn't uh, that, didn't was, my, that was my but only 100% <coughs> exam but yeah 100% on my technical drawing exam yeah I think I can't remember what I got with them but uh, yeah so and anyway Aitens I was put and so I went round the the works at Aitens doing fabrication and welding pipe bending that they did yeah. there. And I ended up at Aiton Kemenir, which was a subsidiary of Aitons, that uh, they built mixers, which were that, like Coca-Cola or um, chemical firms used for mixing liquids. Oh, okay. Well, so the big vats were the... You know, well, it wasn't it was the vats, it was just the... Virtually what it was was the motor, the shaft, and then an impeller at the bottom, which mixed it. And we were building those. He built the impeller. Well, no, it was cast. It was, uh, yeah, cast or welded. Okay. But, uh, uh, I did cool. go on one site. I, I think I went to uh, Boots at Beeston on site, fitting one. But I think that's about the only time I went on site. Uh, <coughs> And then, so all this time, um, my friend, a good, very good friend of mine that I've had for years, Dave Bowen, he, uh, he'd been round the council uh, departments and uh, he went to the fire service and he decided to join. So he joined the fire service while I still knew him, of course, and uh, he said, yeah, you want to join the fire service? <laughs> Peer great. pressure. So, well... I and I did actually I played football for them, and uh, the other thing was I met a lot of them through fishing because Dave was a fish. Dave Bain was a, a fisherman, so and I used to go fishing. In fact, when in the teens, I used to we used to I used to go fishing with Dave and a few other friends. Yeah, I probably told you we listened to we'd go night fishing, and before we went, we'd listen to uh, Led Zeppelin or yeah. Pink Floyd. And then off we go, I don't know, about 12 o'clock, perhaps to Attenborough, go have pits or wherever, <laughs> and then fish all night. But anyway, yeah. So he joined, and he said, oh, you want, you, know, you want to join the fire service? And really, that's what I did. And I went back, really, because I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, because I, I, I didn't really twig. Well, I, I obviously knew you were a fireman when I was growing up, but I think, I can't remember what the moment you realized. yeah the mo the moment was when I came around I dropped in to see and I can't remember what job I was doing at the time um, I want to say I was at the chamber um, but I dropped in and we were playing 
playing uh, snooker up in your rec room, and then the uh, bell went off, and obviously you scooted off. I came down and watched you get on the fire fire engine and clear off. And at that moment, I was just like, "Oh my god, my dad's a fireman." <laughs> and it was just really weird that I don't know. You just you just suddenly became hero status. I mean, you were already pretty cool because because of everything that you were teaching me and everything that I was being brought up with. But at that point, it was like, "Oh my god, my dad's a fireman." He's about to go off and save somebody from a burning building. It was uh, it was very um, very Hollywood for some reason that one moment. Um, but you never really talked too much about the fire service. Was it was it very much a like a day job and then you come home and then that was it and switch off or yeah yeah really I suppose it was I mean we, we laugh about incidents at work because um, that's what you do that's what we do yeah. but uh, obviously there's the, 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 the sides of it that aren't very pleasant but like I say you, you sort of not, not laugh them off at work but you get on with it do yeah you just you, you're a professional, so you get on with it at the time, and uh, it's very serious, of course. Uh, and then we get, when you got to the station, you know, you sort of release attention by, yeah, joking about it, joke perhaps, about or, or perhaps not joking, but yeah, you know, just talking about it and chatting. Yeah, and almost, almost forgetting about it. So it was almost dealt with before you got home, anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have a debrief, uh, say what went wrong, what went right, what went wrong, uh, and then that was it, really. And because of that, you can now drive anything you like. <laughs> Articulated, <laughs> no, twenty-ton lorries no, a lot. No, what no. can you? What can you drive? What can't you drive? I can't, well, at the moment, I haven't got a license to do. I've only got a car license because I, oh, really? I, I let it. I let it. Uh, let it slide. Uh, slide. Is that slide like it. a five-year renewal or something? Uh, well, it was four years, but uh, every four years you had to do a retest. No, just apply for the. No, just apply oh, really? for the license. Yeah, and, but they just didn't keep it up. So, just, are you literally just down to a car now? Yeah, you can't even do like. Oh, a, oh no! I'm, 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 I've got a motorbike. I've got, yeah, I know you. Got, I know you got the motorbike. It's annoying license. that you got the motorbike. Just motorbike and, and car. It's frustrating you got the motorbike license because <laughs> I haven't. Yeah. Um, and I, I very nearly bought you, and I can never remember which one it is. I very nearly bought you a lamb. Bretta yeah. to Bristol because um, you had one of those when you were. Was that, that was that a tinkerer? Then. Sorry? because the car expensive I was just looking for a knackered one yeah, on eBay yeah. to buy and then yeah. uh, and, uh, and restore up because uh, I think you hinted at it a while ago. So the next the next yeah. restoration project we need to do is a motorbike. I was like, yeah, yeah that's because you can drive it and I can't. Yeah. But yeah, because I mean, I I had a scooter. Uh, I mean. Fantastic! The first day you went out on it, or it was—I mean—amazing. I suppose it's the same if you had a motorbike, but I don't know. I wasn't really—I was into scooters more than motorbikes. But now I'm into obviously. I think the more mature you are, you, you, you like the motorbikes more than the scooter. I mean, the scooters. I don't yeah. think I, I could ride a scooter now. I, I think I like a like, motorbike, but I don't I feel weird. want like a massive speedy one. But I, I could ride a motorbike. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, Scooter seems to be a bit, I don't know, immature, or I don't know, it's not just a younger. Yeah, I really, I, you know, really enjoy. I'm glad I didn't buy your Lamborghini. Unfortunately, uh, I had it stolen, so. Never had a, a photo, I never got a photograph of it. I, I just finished putting everything on it, mirrors and uh, bars and. Listen, mate. 
crash boards and stuff and then literally the next day I think it was the Monday I had my bicycle stolen out of the shed so I went to college on my scooter with my bicycle clips on <laughs> and uh, and then I had it, that's when it was stolen came out at lunchtime to show the guys at college and, and it was gone. gone so what, what did you do did you just park it up and take the key out or yeah, just in a car park. Was it just like a pickup and? <clears throat> it, no, it, or would, it was. Would they have a no, hot wired and you, could, you just break the. It was only a steering lock. You just break the, break the lock and. I mean, hot wire and well, it started, just, with yeah, it started, started with a scooter. It started with a screwdriver. Yeah. Started with a scooter. Probably started yeah. with a screwdriver. Yeah, it's probably that simple. But I mean, they knew what they were doing because the. What about a week later, the police found it, uh, stripped and painted. The wheels were painted pink. Oh my goodness! And, uh, and there was a hole in the piston. That you know, obviously, crashed it. it and, yeah. But uh, I mean, I did buy it back, but never the same, is it? No. So then, did uh, you get the impact of that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I got, um, so the, uh, the, this guy across the road had a vector, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, I bought it. Well, my dad so we've got. My there's dad a few people it. who listen on the podcast who are in America and who have no idea what a Hillman Imp is. <laughs> so, in the best possible description, describe a Hillman Imp. Describe a Hillman Imp. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, describe, well, I know. I know. The exactly. engines at the back. It's all aluminium, <laughs> prone to overheating. Uh, was it three cylinders? A little three cylinders. No, no, four was cylinders. It four? But, it was in the back. The front was the boot was, you know, boot was at the front. The, the trunk was in the bonnet. The, the trunk was trunk. in the what was it called? The bonnet. <clears throat> hood. Hood. The trunk was in the hood. The trunk was in the hood. <laughs> the hood was at the front. And yeah. the engine compartment was in the back. But which made it very light. A lot of people hmm. put weight, you know, put weights in the front because it was extremely light. But uh, and I had the engine rebuilt. The engine had to be rebuilt by a guy down the road. Um, and I remember after I passed my test, and I, I remember the first time I went out on it was at night, and it was it was terrifying because <laughs> it was the first time because you, you just didn't have lessons no. in, at night, and it was terrifying at night. <laughs> I remember I had to go. The first thing that I did I was I had to go to get some uh, fuel. Yep. And uh, oh, it, was, it was awful, but because yeah. it's it's, it's, a, it's a tiny it's a tiny car from the outside but then James down in Bristol friend James down in Bristol who's the one who did the wiring and the galant he's got one uh, and it's probably in as worse a state as yours no offence intended um, but um, his his driver's door the A pillar and the B pillar now don't hold up they, they, they flop um, because the welding's gone so he has to hold the door open when he, when he closes it hold, hold the, hold the uh, window frame up yeah, when right. he closes the door and things like that uh, but I mean, he he rebuilt an engine in an afternoon um, at Area Fifty Two down in Bristol, just sitting there and taking it all apart and putting it back together, and uh, regularly carries zip ties and elastic bands to mend it whenever it breaks. Um, but getting in it, there's loads of space in there. It feels like a yeah. feels like a massive greenhouse. It's huge inside. I loved it. It was really cool. The only the only issue for me was that the pedals were too close together. Right. Um, and my feet were, it was, obviously your feet go into the middle and then the steering's off at another angle, yeah. so it was not never quite lined up, but my, my feet 
couldn't quite get the... Yeah, it's a bit like a Mini, but obviously yeah. it's bigger than a Mini. <laughs> Slightly bigger, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But, so that was the first... That was, that was the car that, uh, when Penny, my good lady... <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be polite about it, my mum. <laughs> um, fell for me because of, because of the car. So. Yeah, my dad pulled my mum in a black Hillman <laughs> imp. <laughs> Brilliant. She always said, I don't wash it because it falls. <laughs> There's more filler on it. Yeah. So, anyway. the, the, the perfection side of things, because we've got, we've got the um, clock behind us that Popper built that you finished off. Um, mm -hmm. You've got the doll's house over there, which I remember you put the doors on about 18 times because they weren't quite right. Mm -hmm. um, you've got the little wooden toys up there which have all been machined to perfection and everything. So everything's so precise. Even when you were doing a dovetail, it was perfect. Did that come from experience or did that just come from being picky? Where does it... It just, it just came. It just, it just me wanting to do things right, I think. Like, I mean... People at Rolls Royce do overdo things. Yeah. When they make things of wood, they don't fit because it's too perfect. Because it's too perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That, the tolerances are too tight. Uh, I mean, I won't say I won't say I go that far, but. Oh, you do. I, I, but I, I, I things like, don't fit. I don't particularly like old things, unless, uh, well, no, I can't really say that, can I? But uh, I like things to be smart and and new, really. All, all well done. Yeah, like I've just sold that Honda Aero deck. Uh, a guy came and picked it up yesterday. I've just sold uh, one of my old cars. Uh, I'll stick a picture up on Twitter for those of you who are interested. Uh, red Honda Aero deck. Um, and I was cleaning that. Uh, and I was trying to explain to mum the difference between being clean and being... Um, what's the word? Being new. So like the the old the mm. old cars like that, there's a difference between I can clean it and it looks tidy and tidy and um, but it doesn't look brand new uh, yeah. because it's still got the old patina on it. Um, so I think that's probably what I mean. I like the, the, the restoring the Galant. I want that to be clean, um, but then everything's still going to have like the the old patina on it from the original, um, even though the axle and the uh, fuel tank have been hammer it and the rust will still come back through again but um, I mean I imagine you probably want the Spitfire to be something similar as well or how, how far do you yeah, want that one do you want that but then, again, but then again I haven't instead of replacing the whole floor in the Spitfire I've replaced the bits that are rusty yeah so um, I've just done virtually the floor pan I've made a floor pan and, and welded it in and again, as that, as I can, again, that goes back but to the kind of make things. How do you phrase it? Make, make, make. Do, not really make do, but like mend what's there, rather than yeah, well, get new. It was a case of it would have been a lot bigger job for me as well. Not having, well, not not having welded, MIG welded before, it would have been a heck of a job to weld a whole new floor in. Yeah, I like the way that you let me Bad practice on the Galant and then you used all yeah. that experience to, yeah. to do the Spitfire. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of dodgy welding on the Galant, which I will get round to redoing when it's on the road. I don't know, I um, think they did too badly on that. Um, the wing's okay, the inner wing's shocking. 
the driver's side, the offside inner wing, is appalling, um, and I've gunked it with an awful lot of underseal to hide the fact that it's really bad welding. Um, but um, I know I can do that better next time. But, so the, but the, got, that's the thing, I haven't got too much of a problem with stuff like that. So the rear wing wasn't too bad, I think it's quite good. The outside? Yeah. The outside's okay, yeah, yeah. I was talking about the inner. Yeah. Those two holes on the inner on the inner wing where the suspension mounts sits. Um, but I mean, I've been asked on the Galant, why why didn't you take it to somebody to to spray? Um, and the only answer I can kind of come up with is because I know I've done it. Um, so when you see it, you kind of know that you've I sprayed it. Um, that was just a shame because the, the spray gun you had wasn't. Yeah, the spray gun was shocking. Um, very good. I, t I took that didn't to. Realize. Did I tell you I took that to VRS? Yeah, you said. Yeah. I took it to VRS, which is that, uh, the paint supplier that I use. Um, and the lady there gave it to one of her respected customers, kind of thing, and he was a really good sprayer, and he just couldn't get couldn't get a good coat out of it at all. So that made me feel a bit better that I wasn't messing it, it wasn't up you. Mm. Uh, on purpose, kind of thing, or just by accident. Um, but um, yeah, it'll have a respray, I'm sure, at some point. Uh, it just needs to get on the road. It's really close now. Um, starter motor, starter motor needs to the the from what I can gather from talking to people there's a point on the starter motor uh, which needs to be wired into the Someone. ignition switch oh. um, oh. and that's not wired into the brand new one the old one was was kind of automatically wired in because of the way James had done the wiring whereas this one has got a um, it's got a port on there which I need to wire directly to it um, but I can short it with a screwdriver apparently All right. so I can try and see if it starts Shorting that with a screwdriver yeah. and then we're back to electrics again. <laughs> yeah, back to electrics. <laughs> it's I don't but know. I, I was doing I, I, I was doing um, circuit boards at school for GCSE in craft design technology CDT. I was doing circuit boards for um, alarm systems at house at, at um, houses, and um, I did a circuit board for a Pelican Crossing with the traffic lights and then the button that you press. It. But it's all gone. I don't understand. Mm. I don't understand how quickly it's all gone. Everything else seems really logical, yeah. uh, and I think we both approach things very logically and very uh, kind of calmly and methodically. Um, but electrics just completely passes me by <laughs> now. It's frustrating. Very frustrating. Yeah. Well. It's not too bad because I've got the. I'm quite looking forward to doing the speakers to go with the record player that I've got, and I'm also quite looking forward to doing the guitar. Um, but I've got to find a piece of wood for that. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that arm was really easy to put in. Actually. The arm yeah, on the record player? Dead easy, really. But, uh, the hardest bit was uh, cutting the whole out. The hardest bit was a cutting bit. Yeah. Cool. So one of the things that's happened this week, which I made you watch, um, and I've probably watched oh, four yeah. or five times already, uh, was the interview that Chris Harris did um, down in Bristol with the Bloodhound um, yeah, SSC um, and I blame you and Popper for me wanting to watch things like that and I really want to go down I can, you can sponsor them uh, for those of you who don't know okay, so Bloodhound SSC if you go and search for Bloodhound SSC on YouTube it is the uh, British challenge to try and get to a thousand miles an hour <laughs> in a car uh, which is absolutely bonkers, and the guy who's designing it, the lead, the lead designer on it, describes it as a cross between a 
car, a train, and a lorry, and it's huge. Yeah. What was it? Was it thirteen tons or eight tons? I thought it was absolutely bonkers, but it's huge, absolutely enormous. Uh, but just like looking through, it, and they've got a piece of billet aluminium there that they've that they uh, milled out, which looks beautiful, yeah. and it was like yeah. half a million pounds to to yeah. make. And then the front suspension, like Chris Harris says, was just absolutely stunningly gorgeous. Um, and then who was? Because I, I was looking at it, it, there's no room for no steering, obviously. Cause you, there was hardly any steering. Cause no, I don't, know how, line, I don't know how so he steered it. There's no room. No, I don't know how he steered it. Because obviously uh, there's got to be some there, but, but it's just incredibly the, the engineering is fantastic in that and finish. But I love the way they had the wheel carriers on the front. The wheel carriers on the front, um, and because it was so narrow. They had to put the brake discs on the inside, but then there still wasn't enough room, so they had to put one of the calibers on the bottom of the wheel carrier. Mm. And it's, it's just bonkers, absolutely bonkers. What did you think when you were and watching it? Is and, that they, and they have to, I mean, that guy, he knows his stuff. Oh, the, the other guy? The, the guy that, yeah. that was showing him. I can't remember his it's, name again. No, I don't think it was even brought I up. I mean, the knowledge he's got is just uh, amazing. And, who whoever works it all out and draws it all out? Oh, incredible. But they were talking about the different forces all the way through the, um, all the way through the, yeah, the fuselage and everything. It, this bit here it's doesn't so really long, matter. You've got like the um, the sag in the middle, um, like the bridge effect. Yeah, Isambard Brunel. Yeah, you've got <laughs> the lattice, lattice, lattice in the middle, to, haven't you? To, to support. So that it. was the one that was made out of the billet of aluminium that was half a million pounds to make. I don't where they get you can sponsor it. Um so there's you can sponsor it if you go to uh, bloodhandsfc.com slash fin, you can pay fifteen pounds, uh, which is what, twenty five dollars? Something like that. You can pay fifteen pounds and have your name put on the back fin. Um and <laughs> like you were saying earlier, I mean how many people have actually put their name there's loads of people put their names on. I can't imagine that. Um, and a lot of them have put like kisses on either side. I'm although, guessing so they can that, spot it. But... Unless that fin's gonna be absolutely huge. Oh my god. Well they've got I think they've said they've got five blocks. So if you go on there now and have a look, um and then try and try and put your name on the fin, there's five blocks for you to choose from. Um obviously block one, block two, block three are probably full. Yeah. So they're on block five. Um so I don't know where they're gonna go, but I mean, they did it at Derby County, didn't they? And it wasn't even on the, on the stadium. But on the fin, if you imagine, I don't know, if if, if they get loads, it will just be really, really small. Tiny, yeah. But you can pay, you can pay fifteen pounds to put your name on. I'm going to have to put my name on the fin. It's brilliant. Uh, you can pay fifteen pounds to put your name on. You can pay twenty pounds to sponsor it and become part of the one K club, hmm. and then you get invites to go and meet them and and um, things like that. And then you can pay fifty. Was it fifty or seventy? It was either 50 or 70. If you pay, the, it was the gold one. Um, and if you paid that, then you had invites to go and see them, plus an invite to see it run. Oh. Oh. £70 to go and see it do a run would be incredible. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> sorely tempted. Um, <laughs> but I just want to go down. I mean, I've emailed them uh, and asked them if they need a photographer, and they were saying that they, they actually replied saying thank you very much for the for the uh, contact, unfortunately, we've already got one. Yeah. Um, but How many do you feel free to sponsor, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah. Yeah, sure. um, but, yeah, I'd love to just go down. Because oh, engineering on that thing is ridiculous. And I love the little plug that he did with the Jaguar. So yeah. <laughs> go out and buy a Jaguar. Go out and buy a Jaguar because they've done this. <laughs> this is, forget the fact that I say it's brilliant. This is why you buy it. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Really, really cool. Um, have you seen anything like that? Because obviously you've you've grown up through 
uh, moon landings, uh, Mars landings. He had all the um, all the land speed records with the Bluebird and everything. Have you seen anything that's <coughs> been that involved? Because um, obviously the, the the modern day you've got the social media that you can share all that out with, so you get a bit mm. more connection. Have you? Is this kind of the first thing that you've come in contact with that you can get that kind of access well, to? No, that one I I remember is Pete Goss, his his uh, the boat, his sailing boat. Oh yeah, I can remember vaguely. I think Liz actually, uh, Liz actually saw it when she went when she where she was Southampton or. Yeah, or somewhere she actually saw it, but I mean that was it was a shame it didn't work. I mean it, it was an incredible. Thing, what was that? Was that was it's a cat, it's a catamaran, wasn't it? Yeah, With huge, huge catamaran. But, uh, I don't see which one it was. I can't. I have to look it up again because I find it. So it was a huge catamaran. He was. He wasn't going around the world, was he? Or was it just a race? I think I think he was aiming to, but. Uh, I can't remember Fair. now, but that, it was just so, such a big project and so, so huge. So it was, just, that, was that all over the news? Out. I mean, that should be on the news. Well, I think it was Things, on the things news, like Bloodhound no, should be on no, the news. Yeah. They, were put, they put photos up today of the um, fuel pump that they're, that they're making. Um, I need to show you. The, it's all uh, CAD milled out of uh, billet aluminium again. Uh, and then the impe impeller was um, milled out of t titanium, gorgeous impeller. But the the uh, the whole pump uh, is just like a round round cylinder, about foot and a half long, eighteen inches long. And then the impeller's on the inside. That's the one that's being connected to the Jaguar engine, so that it can f fuel uh, the hybrid rocket, uh, which is, like he says, absolutely bonkers. Um, <laughs> the the, <Yeah. laughs> the the idea is that they've got the jet engine out of a typhoon, which is going to accelerate them to 350 miles an hour. It could get it to six, was it 600 or 650? It could get it up to about 600 or 650, but they're going to take it to 350, and then they're going to use a hybrid rocket to take it up to 1,000. Um, but what was it? What's the previous land speed record? I can't think what it is. Is it 800 or is it 700? Because it's breaking it by a long but, way. If it's well, only like if it's only in the seven hundreds, that's breaking it by a long way, a thousand miles an hour. You can't imagine, can you? No, twelve, 12 miles in what was it? Two minutes. Mm, twelve miles. Twelve, 12 miles, miles. It was doing. It was doing the twelve miles, the twelve mile run, from start uh, from starting to accelerate to from the start accelerating and then the break. It was going to do a twelve mile run in two minutes. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. So yeah, £70 to go and see it run. Follow that. Um, and then of course Project Binky as well, which is just beautifully bonkers. Um, for those of you who are interested in that as well, just go onto YouTube, type in Project Binky and there's some lunatics. I think, I think they're only down the road in Shropshire, from what I remember. Again, I've emailed them, I'm going to do a photo shoot with them when it's finished. Uh, they're putting a Toyota Sleeker four-wheel drive two-litre turbo engine in a Mini, which is ridiculous. Well, oh, they're not finished yet? No, they're not finished yet. Correct. No, still going. This is live. Every episode that they put up is three months' work. comes up about every three months. Brilliant. Yeah, I, mean, I was thinking the other, well, just today really, um, because Penn sold something on eBay, and uh, it was someone I knew, which um, oh, yeah. was... 
a friend of Hans, so yeah. uh, I was just thinking about the 52s today and yeah. the ERA, and I was thinking oh. I ought to get a picture up of the 52 and the ERA. You need to get that, did, you ever, ERA. did you ever draw plans for the ERA? Well, uh, <laughs> I drew some plans, if you call them that, yeah. Because I, I was talking, I was talking to, see, um, I was talking to James Hill, who's the guy down in uh, between Northampton and Leicester. Uh, the guy who lives down there he used to be in Formula One, and he's desperate to. He really wants to build uh, like an old Austin Seven single seat sports car. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting into that conversation, I was like, oh, I want to be cool to build one of those. And then the only one I can build would be an ERA. Mm-hmm. That's the only one that's the right one to build because I was obsessed with them when I was younger. Um, so I'd have to bi- I'd have to build like a replica of an ERA or something. I think that'd be quite a cool, um, just circle to get back to because obviously Popper did the phrase Nash. Uh, you were working with them there as well. I think it would at, at some point be quite cool to address that and attack that. Well, How course, you go about course, it? No of course, Brian Popper did the Nash because he'd seen one and said, "Cool, you know." That, yeah, that's it. That <laughs> well, yeah, nothing to it. There's nothing to it. So the ERA was um, half size ERA, ERA that we want, someone wanted to uh, wanted us to make. Whose did he measure? Well, his. He got a. Oh, he, he had got one. one. Was that the he guy in Switzerland? No, no. America. America. In, oh, right, inland, okay. Landy. Inland, I think. Uh, it turned out to be a bit of a pain in the end, but most of the time he was fine with it. Yeah. Realising it was a one-off, yeah. uh, we didn't know what it was going to cost, and he he, he was quite happy with that. Until? Um, so <laughs> we had pictures of his, uh, we scaled it scaled it down half size, um, and, and built it, he saw it was a, a fantastic, Incredible, yeah. really, really nice, uh, and in the end, uh, he, he was a bit of a pain at the end. Uh, Where did that go? What not wanting to pay, to not wanting to pay a uh, hundred pound extra for his stuff, and so, and he said, he actually said, I thought you were doing it for the love of it. He said, Well, you know, well, yeah, we are, but <laughs> food in the mouth, sort of thing, anyway. But so, I, when we created it up, I put lots of nice red hearts, <laughs> painted some red hearts on the. Um, case inside. <laughs> uh, so he did actually uh, get it? it did yeah, oh, he got it, yeah. He, just he made a crate and sent it off. Yeah, I, well, I think he paid, but whether he paid the wow. full amount, but it was... I mean, that was that was, that was awesome. Um, we had some photographs. So I think he had a 52 as well. Uh, he had two children, a boy and a girl, and I think we got some photographs of uh, it and a 52 Bugatti and the, the Bugatti ERA. 52, yeah. Outside yeah. his uh, house. So the Bugatti Fifty Two was baby Bugatti. Um, it was a, it was baby Bugatti that Atori Bugatti had planned to build for he, his, he, he or did he make one? one? He he made one for his Nephew. his son, one of his sons, Roland. Uh, he was very small, Roland, and he built it for him around his his, his size, and then uh, people were saying, oh. Blimey, could he could he make me one of those yeah. for my my son or whatever? Uh, but a lot of the children, uh, because Roland was, was so small, uh, he found that it was too the car was too small for the other children, for the average child. 
so he enlarged it by 150 mil and lengthened it so that uh, it'd be more accessible to the children. Mm. Um, that, as far as we know, it's called it was called a baby Bugatti yeah, yeah. Type 52. But uh, and you made the longer versions. We made the longer versions, although we were <laughs> we were in the process of making because we went over to Switzerland and saw uh, both the short one, short wheel base and the long wheel base. Yeah. And uh, measured them up. We were going to make an original replica, like a replica original. Roland Bugatti, well we call it Roland Bugatti, which is yeah. a shorter one, uh, but uh, nothing's, well we, we did actually sort the chassis out, but I don't know what's happening about that. That was a press that Dave made, was that for that? No, that, that was, for the well that was to bend uh, bend the chassis into shape, just to, just to kink the just front, that kink. Okay. Kink the front after the, but uh, nothing's really come of that one. So it's a shame because they were really pretty. And in fact, the last 52 we made is still for sale because the guy um, who wanted it ordered it and put a deposit down. Um, he uh, backed out, said he didn't want it anymore. How many so did you make? We made. Eight? We made. We've made 12. 12. Sold 11. So you got one this left. Is, this is the box. Still for sale, and it's. I think. I believe. It's well, it is, but it's still for sale. <laughs> so, if anyone wants to buy one, yeah, if anybody wants a baby <laughs> Bugatti, uh, we were uh, talking. We were talking today about. But um, it's, it, there's, there's, they're about. I'm afraid they're quite expensive. About fourteen grand. Fourteen thousand pounds. Mm -hmm. So twenty twenty two thousand uh, dollars. So twenty two thousand dollars, fourteen thousand pounds. You can have. I think it's um, investment. A baby Bugatti. I mean, we've, driven for, well, we've researched, long, it, we've researched it for thirty years. <laughs> yeah, and and got it virtually got it spot on now. What kind of age drives it? Um, you drove it. And no, I didn't drive it. Erica. Erica drove it. I didn't drive oh, it. No, you were, no, I you never were too, drove it because you're too tall. You see, I was too tall. It was Erica that drove, wasn't it? Um, Prescott. Yeah, she went, went down to Prescott and she drove down there. Uh, uh, she drove around Prescott and she drove around the University of Derby car park as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I drove. <laughs> I drove. What did I drive? You drove the um, all the others. Yeah, I drove. Brace I drove. Well, I didn't oh, really didn't drive race, them. Didn't drive. Um, I sat in and. What did, did you the, drive? Did the? Did I drive the? I didn't drive the bridge. I can't remember what I drove. I drove on Tom's tractor. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I've been quite lucky there because. I've driven a few Bugattis and uh, Rolls Royce, which is unbelievable. Torque. Oh, really? It's just incredible. What, talking any gear? Yes. V12? Um, eight, I think it was eight. Yeah, eight. Eight, eight. Straight eight. But, uh, oh, straight eight, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Well, you drove the Jags as well, didn't you? Oh, C-Type. C-Type, Mum. Drove the uh, C type. Love those. Love those. Drove the C type. Yeah. Gonna get a photo shoot with one of those as well. I've got a, a kind of a, a a list of cars that I need to photo. I need to photograph a Jaguar E type, which um, I've got a friend who has one, uh, and it's a race uh, race stripped and race spec one. So I'm going to do that. Um, I've got a 911 which I'm organising, uh, and then I need to do things like a 1960s cigar, Formula One car, um, Jaguar C D type. Um, 
uh, ERA. Yeah, I've got to find an I've got to find an ERA to photograph, uh, and then some Bugattis. I'd love to photograph some Bugattis. Um, mm. It'd be quite cool. Ooh. I'm going to I'm going to ask the editor of Retro Cars whether he wants to do an article about the that uh, carbon fibre EB110 that's down in uh, down in Wandsworth, uh, down in that showroom, because that was something else. I mean, the the interior was hideous. Uh, but the the actual car was lovely, just a completely black carbon fibre EB one one zero Bugatti again. Nice car, nice car. Yes. So I do. You've got I do miss working on that today. I'm going to see. I'm going to. I bet you do. I'm going to see. Uh, know, what he's doing? What he's doing so. You just pop down and see. Just catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Should do. And then the Spitfire. What's left to do on the Spitfire? What's on the? Oh, so you've got a Triumph oh, Mark. Oh, oh. Three. Mark two. three. Mark two. two. Mark two. Mark two. Spitfire. Mark two. Spitfire. Because the Mark three ones you don't like. No. The, well, I had. The, I had. They had the Mark three, but this one, uh, Tim had, didn't he? Yeah. And it was there. Yeah. And he said it was too good to sell as spares. And uh, and, uh, and then sold so, it. So I. <laughs> I was sort of. Oh yeah, it's there. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a Spitfire. I can have a Spitfire for there. not a lot of money. No, but of course, when you look into it. Did you drive it? No. So it's you've what? done the same thing as me. What the Spitfire? Yeah, you've not actually driven it because I've I driven, driven the Galant twice. Yeah, I drove around the block and then no, I drove so around the block here. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which I can't, I, I can't decide whether I regret it or not. Um. If I'd got it through the MOT, it wouldn't look like this now. I don't think I don't think I would have done all that work on it if I'd got it through the MOT and then drove it. Um, so I'm glad that I've done everything that's on it, but it's dragging on. It's dragging on a, a, a bit too far now, and I need. To, I, I really, really want to get it done. It's just the engine um, swap that's been the problem. The engine Wiring. swap, yeah. The engine <laughs> swap was. <laughs> And then there was one year where it was just raining all year and I couldn't get yeah. out because the Galant's out on the driveway. Yeah. Uh, there was one year, about two years ago, uh, and it rained every single day that I wanted to work on it and it would just not be back and yeah. I was just got fed up with it. Um, but when you were uh, working as well, you see. You got to yeah, on. yeah. Well, that was my really busy year as well. Yeah. I was always coaching. Um, so um, this year with the photography... I really want to get the fugitive and the galant on the road. Fugitives, fugitives shouldn't be too difficult at all because it's just got one hot cylinder, uh, which I think is the exhaust gasket, and then I've got to get the galant on. And if, I mean, there's two. It should be two gorgeous cars when they're done. And then um, I know you're not too, a big fan of the massive wheels that are going to go on the fugitive, but it will look awesome. No, it won't. And it then I'm going to take the no, I'm going to put the massive wheels <laughs> on it. It's going to look awesome. Uh, I'm going to take the roof off it as well. Or uh, what roof it has. I, I, really, I mean, I said last year, I've really got to sort the body out of the spit. Okay. I'm, <coughs> I'm, I've started doing the doors, putting the door um, skins on, and it's a nightmare, really. You read up about it and say, oh, it's the first thing an apprentice learns how to do. Because, oh, my God. Because, because it's so easy. Well, yeah. I, I mean, so is this putting them on and then tapping the lip round? Yeah. Yes. Well, he does that on Project Bink, he makes it all really easy. But, uh, <laughs> oh my God. The trouble is, I've not got a lot of gap. I've not got a lot of gap to play with, so... But as in, the, as in uh, fitting gap, door yeah, gap. Yeah. And another thing, it twists as well, you've got to watch the twist. So Which is the issue that we had on the wing. 
on the guy. Yeah, yeah. That, that kind of twist. Well, no, because that, well, that was welding, wasn't it? So right. Watch it, but this is you just got to watch um, twisting the, the the shell when you when you put the skin on and you, you bend it over. But I have bent them all over, <laughs> but uh, I've got to sort of finish it off. And, have you uh, got one of those? Uh, no, well, I did try that, but it, 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 it uh, dented the outside, which, and I tried to do it, which is, hasn't made me very pleased. Um, okay. So I've got slightly dents in the outside. Uh, but I can assure you, it is very difficult. <laughs> it's quite hard to do. It's very difficult. It is hard to do. So. Well, I'll hopefully have I, a lot more time <coughs> as well this year, so. But really. We'll get, that, we'll get everything that done. That body wants, the rest of it is virtually. Unless there's something hidden that I haven't found, I think I've got one, <coughs> one, the end of one sill uh, to block off, like the rear, the rear, rear arch. Uh, but that's it, I think. It's not bad. It's not that, not that far. Then. And then you wanted to take the body off. Yeah, I wanted to take the body off for a while. I wanted to take it off and turn it upside down so I could have a look at the or clean the rotisserie. They've got a rotisserie at, uh, down at uh, the autobahn in uh, uh, Andy's Andy's garage down there. Yeah. But obviously, you, you always know somebody who's got a garage somewhere with something. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Yeah. Everybody's everybody's buying workshops now. There's nobody in Derby who has workshops. It's not fair. They're all the other end of the country. Although the guys who were um, the metal finishers, they were very cool. And uh, also Tim, let me use the ramp. Yeah, that was cool. Very, very, very helpful. That won't be long anyway. So, so if you've got, um, we've gone through all the engineering. Well, we've talked a lot about the engineering and everything like that. Um, the other thing which you um, brought up or brought me up really well with was uh, sport, um, oh, and kind of the. It's really difficult to explain, but like the 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 ease of coordination of knowing what your body's doing, because um, obviously you played tennis, played badminton. Uh, I came down. I, I was I'd learned tennis by playing against a, a brick wall, and then obviously the last seven years I've been a tennis coach. Uh, it came down and watched you play badminton. We used to play badminton in the back garden. We used to play catch in the back garden. Used to, I remember going down to the park and just curling a football to each other in the wind and everything like that. Um, where did the where did the sport come in? Where did that start? Oh. Because you've right, got an annoying right, habit. Right from the very beginning. You've got an annoying habit of being able to pick up anything and being able to do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which has passed yes. down a little bit to me. Um, I can't do... I struggle with a few things, but I've still got that kind of pick-up ability of, of certain sports. Yeah, well, right from the beginning, right from school. Uh, obviously football. Um, I played for junior, junior school, where I played in the team. Because uh, I mean, it used to be really exciting because we used to know where we were going, which school we play all the schools. So we go to, we've got to go to this other school, uh, say Mackworth or whatever. <coughs> we'd be given in the afternoon. We'd be given these tokens for the bus journey, right? To pay for the bus journey. So we'd go and catch the bus, hand the tokens in, <coughs> get off the bus. Uh, you know, place and, cool. and, and go play football. Uh, I can't remember what happened after, after whether... The parents came and picked you up after that. Well, 
my parents wouldn't. I don't know whether he caught the bus back, or I just can't know what happened there. But it was it was quite exciting to you know. The handover responsibility kind of thing. And play, to going to go out from school to because I say I didn't we didn't travel a lot. You know, not having a car, it was it was quite good to go to the school and play football. And I mean. And I, at that stage, I was quite good. Uh, so. oh, whatever. But, and, uh, <laughs> and I really enjoyed it <coughs> uh, in in junior school. And we, I, I can remember the other thing. I used to we used to play rounders in the school yard, and I couldn't wait to bat. We used to, <laughs> we used to, we used to whack the ball out of the. We, I don't know why the they kept yard. doing it. They kept playing rounders at my got, school. As long as you got a good, as long as you got a good um, server, yeah, yeah, good bowler. bowler. They kept playing rounders at uh, at Mickleover Primary School, down in the far corner of the field. They wouldn't play in the middle. They played right down in the far corner. <laughs> the amount of balls that I hit over the hedge was just—you'd think they'd learn, but they never, never learned. It was always down in that far corner. Lost yeah. so many balls with rounders. Yeah. So, and then at um, secondary school. Uh, I played. Um, I played football there. Um, I used to. Uh, I used to not like playing football um, when it was sports uh, on the curriculum. When, when I wanted to play hockey, right? And and well, I know some would play cricket, but uh, in the winter I used to want to play hockey, but they had never let me play hockey. No, you play football because you play football. I always wanted to play hockey because well I play football you know at the weekend or whatever. I, I wanted to play hockey, play hockey, but I never did. I never. I think I got a few games, but not a lot. Not as much as I, I wanted to. Uh, and then when I was, uh, I started playing badminton. Uh, obviously, went to scouts and everything. And one of the guys from scouts said, "Oh, you know, I go to badminton club. Do you want to come down with me?" So I went down. And I really enjoyed it, so I stayed. He didn't. He, he never <laughs> stayed. He never played it. Uh, and then I carried on playing that, and found I was quite good at it. And really enjoyed it. Yeah, we had. Um, so we joined the club, and we had uh, matches. Played in matches. Dunkirk. Yeah, that was Dunkirk. And uh, of course, Al Nutton uh, was a great friend of mine. He played. And then he introduced Is that me what to you met him? Yeah, he introduced me to um, Dunkirk football, football club. So I played football for Dunkirk, uh, and that was about the time I joined the fire service. Yeah, um, I used to play, I played for the fire service as well. Uh, uh, I didn't, I, well, I didn't play badminton for the fire service. I thought I'd keep that separate. <laughs> I quite like playing for, you know, Dunkirk. Um, and uh, so I kept playing badminton for quite a while uh, in Dunkirk Football Club. We played at Dunkirk, uh, which was a place, the Methodist Hall, where I used to well, there used to be a hut there, uh, a wooden hut. Which when I went when I joined the Scouts, they they the Scout that was our Scout hut, um, and. That, I never forget. Uh, we had five-side teams in scouts, and we won the five-side competition one year. Uh, but um, 
Kevin Hector came to present the trophy <laughs> to us, and it was quite good because uh, we used to play football in there with just a, a rolled up rolled up socks, just a, right. a ball made of socks. And Kevin came he came in and had a game with us playing. Wow! I, I didn't mean because he's been our when he was our um, postman. Postman. I, I meant to. Asked him if he remembered that, but I never did. Do you remember playing football with yeah. us with a ball with a ball made of <laughs> a rolled uh, socks? I never knew you played football with Kevin Hector. <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, and that was quite a highlight. Uh, yeah, as it would be. But uh, anyway, yeah, so so sort of playing badminton, and then after a few years playing with Dunkirk, I um, Alan Alan Upton moved to play at Mark Eaton. Hmm. Uh, racketeers. That was where I came to watch. Yeah, well, yeah. Was that Barkey? Probably. He probably came to. We did go to Boy Street Methodist actually, but I don't know that. Uh, yeah. So, and I mean, Mark Eaton was a fantastic place to to play badminton because the it was a wooden hut, but it was the Tall clearance was really good height. Yeah. Height wise, it was a nice wooden floor. Um, just spotlights rather than the fluorescent. It, it was a bit cold in the winter because they just had one, like a, a coal-fired yeah. boiler thing there. Um, but I mean, it's really nice to play, and I used to be used to play till midnight. They used to take you down to David Lloyd and give them uh, a badminton down there. They've got an Olympic, but, uh, Olympic floor down but, there now as well. But that was. Well, I played for racketeers for a while as well in the in the leagues. But I think we're in the division two, perhaps. I think we did might have been the other A A B A and B team and then mixed. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, so badminton football. And then, and then, and then uh, tennis. Where did tennis? And from? then, well, the tennis. A few when I played for Dunkirk, um, a few of those people. Played at combustion, played tennis at yeah. combustion, so I, I went along there. So, and with with Popper, with Brian playing, uh, working at combustion, uh, that was quite good. So that's my Popper. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's where I started playing tennis, and then of course those eventually those courts went, and then we went to Rose Hill. No, you went to um, we at Crew Street before Rose Hill. Yes, we did. You're we right. Crew yeah. Street with the yeah. grass courts yeah, and the yeah, yeah. one indoor court, the really good, yeah, yeah really right, good did. long pavilion, and then the three with its shale, the shale courts, red shale. No, that combustion was red shale. I think uh, Crew Street had five grass courts, and then three hard courts of some description, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I think I can't just, whether it was shale or I don't. Think, I think they were just tarmac. But anyway, then they had an indoor yeah, court yeah, as well, sure. and that's where yeah, I played. That's, that's where right. I played against the yeah the um, the tennis wall on the outside of the uh, the indoor court, mm -hmm. and then that got bought by. Did that get bought by the council and then the houses built on it along with the tennis centre? I think it was the council. Oh, was it? I think it was. I and then uh, so they sold some of it off right and tennis association I don't know whether they bought it or just took it over 
And they've, they've built, well, I mean, it's a, it's a mess now. It's dingy, dark. It's not very nice to play in. I've played there a couple of times. Um, they've got two indoor courts, which is quite a harsh, it's not really a nice surface, either. it's quite a harsh, harsh surface to play on. Um, and then three outdoor courts. Three, three outdoor courts are the same. That, that blue tarmac is not very nice. I think we played there a couple of times, didn't we? When we were at Rose Hill, we, yeah. we went there. The yeah, court. Rose Hill was. I mean, the courts. <laughs> the courts are comical. They're brilliant. Yeah, I mean the grass court. I, I mean, I love grass courts. You, you can't beat them really. But so few and far between now, um, because they're all weather, aren't they? But the only thing they, they were on a bit of a slope, so I'm say people didn't particularly like them. No. And then of course there's there's um, Rolls Royce, which they're, oh. they're fantastic, aren't they? When we played I've there. played at Rolls Royce once, um, and the David Lloyd first and second team. Uh, whenever they went to Rolls Rolls Royce, all the coaches would always say, "Yeah, I'm I'm free to play. I'm free to play." Um, so yeah. uh, the the yeah. the first team, the David Lloyd first team, when they played at Rolls Royce, was, was pretty it, much all coaches. Was the, was it was, it was the first <laughs> team. Yeah, it was all coaches. It was like Nick Forward who played for Great Britain, um, Chris Osborne. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was it was funny. It was comical. Um, but yeah, lovely course. Though. Really nice. Yeah, some good battles. Oh, some good battles at, at uh, Rose Hill as well. Myself and Pete Myers. Paul Myers. Paul Myers. It was yeah, Paul eleven o'clock at night, still playing. Because <laughs> you were yeah. always second pair, so, which means that you pay the the first pair last. Yeah. Uh, you always have like a eleven o'clock finish against the first pair. Yeah. No, it's good. I used to enjoy watching that. Did you yeah. ever swim? Swim? Yeah, did you ever swim? Mm, no? Not really, no. I won't say I'm a good swimmer. can swim. Yeah. You can ice skate, because that was frustrating, watching you ice skate in Boston. Oh, it's great. I love ice skating. I yeah, there again, home. we went... That was badminton. Badminton crowd used to go to Nottingham Ice Week. And uh, we used to skate there. It's like that. Yeah, as long as you've got a decent skate, as long as you've got sharp skates. As long as you've got sharp skates. Otherwise you can't. No, I, I, There's no way you can took skate. Me, it took me too long to realise that I have my weight forwards. If you put your weight forwards, you're okay. Mm. But yeah, it took me too long to, to, to get that. Um, but when I, I used to roller skate but, uh, when I was Well, I used to roller skate. I loved roller, 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 roller skate everywhere. It was yeah. brilliant. Because uh, I used to inline down to swimming. I still, yeah. Ice skating, I'd probably be all right. My sister got some right. roller skates. In fact, everything, all the <laughs> all the presents my sister got, I tended to. You have. tended to acquire. <laughs> so do you? So she, she had. A, I mean, the first, actually, the first bike I was on was was hers. A ladies couldn't couldn't sit sit on the saddle. I just used to because there's no crossbar. I just used to ride, <laughs> just sit there, just stand up riding it. Okay, well that's. That was an experience. It's funny that the first, the things you do first, like riding the bike first, it, it's it's just you're so memorable. I find. Yeah. Like scooter, the first time I took that scooter, it's just just brilliant. Yeah. Riding little blue, bike, little blue rally bike. Riding the bike, you know. You pushing me down fact, there. In fact, I never had a small bike. Drive. I, had, I had a trike. I had a three wheeler yeah. with a um, what's on the back. Tipper truck uh, or no, like a just a, a racer, just a, um, box on the back. Okay, 
and they used to I'd bomb along with that and go on two wheels. But after that, it was my sister's bike, and it's quite. It was a big bike. <laughs> that was the first one I, I rode. And then uh, my dad bought me um, my first bike from Tommy Harris down, down, down bottom of Boy Street. Yeah, used to sell second bikes. And on Christmas, I got that. It was maroon. I remember it was maroon straight handlebars. <laughs> straight handlebars. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was quite good. Did you did you modify? Did you tweak that at all? Was that? No, you didn't really. take that apart and see how it worked. I mean, there weren't there wasn't a, it wasn't there weren't radios. It, it no. didn't have three speed. It wasn't like radios. In fact, my dad never liked radio gears. I tried to get him uh, to change, but he wasn't. <laughs> I didn't like them. Like, I don't know. I don't know why I never got on with them. You know, I suppose I was that used to back paddling to change gear. Yeah, <laughs> you couldn't work it. Keep going. Keep, keep going paddling to change gear. Yeah. gear Back pedal and drain, yeah. Yeah, I think he's just a plodder, really, anyway, on his bike. And then the, the pe have you still got the you've still got the pedestal, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. pedestal, oh, well, the pedestal's fantastic. Pedestal's awesome. It's a, it's a well, you can describe it. I, I can remember, well, I, can remember. I, mean, I can remember you building that as well. That was, yeah, he uh, he designed one on there, like a on the idea of triangles, like on a suspension bridge, and uh, with a hammock for a seat, yeah, rather than fixed. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just it just works. It's just incredibly comfortable, really. It's a bit you can't you can't stand up to pedal. You, it's just impossible. It's just a grand it's a, grand cruiser. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a GT bike. It's comfortable. And apparently, it was uh, the only, I don't know, it's, it, he. Uh, I don't know how the record, but he could get up the hill in uh, a hill in Dursley um, with ease. Which was <laughs> with ease. Yeah, <laughs> that was the selling point. I can get up this hill in New yeah, Jersey with something ease. Something like that, yeah. Because we, we actually, I went with hand went, went took her. Well, mine wasn't ready. Um, I went on the race, and he went on his. Because we finished his his bike, his bike first. He got one. It's virtually the same as mine. All the modifications on it and stuff. But he got the best engineered Pedersen that was there. What, the award? Really? Wow. Best engineer of Pedersen. He was a nickel coating. Yeah, so mine's virtually exactly the same. I love it. Apart from I've got an A initial that will be on the headset and he's got an H. Because I said, oh, it'd be quite good if we... Because it's quite easy to do an H and an A. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Really ought to see the light. More really? Like yeah, that is, is that in the garage or in the loft? In the garage, behind the. In the garage, behind the. Spitfire bonnet. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get that. Do you think the Spitfire, do you think we can get that on the road this year or no, is that going to be no, a. No, no, no. 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 You can't, you see, you can't, <laughs> you can't get to the chassis and the running gear until the, until the uh, body's off. Right. So as soon as the body's off, you can strip everything off the sh chassis and get the chassis sorted. I know there's one outrigger that wants 
uh, replacing anyway, which I have got. Okay. Um, and then it's a case of. Are you going to dim the shaft, or are you going to strip it, strip it by hand, and I don't know what to do. I'll have to see and um, treat it and, and see. Uh, shot blast it or whatever. Bead blast. Just take it out of the metal finish and see yeah. if I'll just bead blast it. Should be alright. Should be alright. And then of course you got to have somewhere to put the body while the living room. Is that a living room? Yeah. yeah. Stand it up somewhere. That's why you're going to knock through the, the wall between the dining room and the kitchen. We'll give you space to get the the body of the Spitfire through. Mm. No, it'd be good. It'd be good to get that done. It'd be nice. Shouldn't take that long anyway. I've got to try and get... Um, I'll try and get an engine block so I can put Well, you've, got, you've got more time than me, so because you're a bit younger than me. I've got more time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to teach me. You need to get, you need to finish off teaching me everything that you know. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't carry on. I can't keep doing the, uh, Dad, come and help me with this. Dad, come and help me with that. Well, it helps when you've got two, two people thinking about it anyway, because you... Breaking down yeah, the logical, logical situation. It's like that little um, throttle screw thing that you did for the uh, yeah, for the throttle cable on the guide. Oh. It's, it's just a case of knowing what knowing what you need, and just applying it, perhaps drawing it and working yeah. it out what you need, and, and then actually producing it. Yeah. It's like labour, but you have to know what to yeah, the outcome to do and then go backwards. How to, how to do it. It's order. I still need to try and turn the, uh, the gear knob, um, the alley gear knob for the top. Try and do that. Must be able to figure that out. That's nothing though, is it? What do you say? Mm. Just have to get the ratio of, get the ratio of X and Y <laughs> axis right. Be good fun. Just do it by hand, yeah, fine, and then finish it off. <laughs> do it by hand. I'll get that anyway. I've got quite a few things that I want to kind of get on with anyway. So I've got the Galant, Galant to do, uh, the Fugitive to get done. Um, I've got a few bits and bobs that I want to try and make for the photography uh, for the rig. Um, particularly for the Fugitive, because that'll be really easy to, to kind of sort the rig out and photograph. Um, and then a guitar. Uh, piece of wood, piece of wood to make the guitar, and then get all the pickups. Um, I don't know whether we can make the neck of the guitar, uh, but you can buy them off a the shelf. Um, and then I'm curious about making a bow as well, um, because you can make a you can make the riser, which is the bit in the middle that you hold, and then you can buy the limbs. And as oh, long as you make, as long as yeah, as long as you. No, I don't want to make it. Well, I don't know. It'd be quite cool to make one, I suppose. I don't know where you'd uh, sort of source that wood from. Well, the longbow wood, mm. or just the riser wood. Longbow wood. Mm. Um, I can't remember which wood they use. There's, there's a big list. There's a, there's a company up in Scotland that make, make longbows or flatbows, because um, they don't tend to make and sell longbows anymore. They tend to be just flatbows, uh, which has got yeah. a bit more of a, an ergonomic grip. Uh, so the riser bit where you're holding, and then yeah. the, the actual limbs are flat. Yeah, yeah, it's all laminate. Yeah. It's all laminate. But, uh, yeah, definitely interesting to do. And the, I mean, there's there's videos of people making a longbow, and it's 
It's all just, it's all just patient woodwork. Oh, yeah. Just a way to do it. What's the situation with the clock? Is that still... The clock, it's, it's just... I, I say I know what's the matter with it. It's on that gear. Where, where Popper... Release, release. Where Popper uh, did it on the um, um, dividing head. Started, started cutting, cut one, turned it, cut, cut, and went all the yeah. way around. And then it was like half a degree off. And on the last one, it was just fra- fraction out. I mean, dividing heads, they are pretty good, but you can, you can they can just slightly, right. you can slightly, it's enough. and it's just the, the gap on the last, the last one, the first one, the last one, slightly off. So when the um, Bobbing comes round, it, it hits it. But I mean, it's worked for years, for yeah. a few years, and it's just started. I tried to file uh, so it to try and get it to go in, but probably messed oh, so it up. Oh, so does it not go in? It, it stops, it hits the top, see, doesn't it? Oh, okay. So it doesn't quite. It doesn't quite release. Go into the gear. The, 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 Needle. So is there one side of it that doesn't release to let it go in, or does the other side not go in? Well, it doesn't go in. It hits right. it. It hits, it does, it hits it. Why it suddenly started doing it, I don't know. I mean, there was a problem with one of the pins on the bobbin coming out, coming loose. Yeah. That was one of the things. I had to take it, push it in. But so really, it needs a new, uh, new way cut, gear cutting. Hmm. I was wondering if Dave could wire, wire cut it. I was going to ask Dave if he could wire cut it, perhaps on his, because it would be, you know, what Absolutely perfect. Well, just give perfect. it a cut, cut a new yeah, cut release wheel. Yeah. The release wheel? Um, it's, it's the, on the winding drum. Okay. No, it's pretty now. It's really cool. So, that's, I mean, that's another thing that Papa just, I think uh, Granny asked him to make a, a stool or a bench or something. He just went out and got some bits of wood and knocked together a bench. Yeah. Well, we need a we need a bench for the kitchen table. Well, I mean that's what I mean. I I, I learned to look a lot from uh, Brian. Yeah. yeah. This my dad never did any. My dad never did any metal work uh, at all or mechanic anything to do with cars and things. Mm. He didn't do any metal work. I mean, he used to come home. If he worked at Salonese, he used to come home with ideas to improve the processes at work. Yeah. And he'd, he'd say, right, can you, I want you to help me and draw this. So he, and he'd try and explain what he was, what he was wanting, and I'd have to try and draw it. So he said, right, uh, can you draw it? I want this to go along the belt. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he said, and I want this, this to happen at the end. And I'd be trying to draw this. Right, okay. This, so like this, a production line. Yeah, well, something to to uh, improve the the production line sort of thing. Wow. It, it have ideas like that for work. I don't know. And I think occasion a few times he he'd be he'd be paid. You know, he'd have uh, yeah. have some money for doing it because it obviously would worked. But uh, yeah, come home occasionally. So he did. You know, he had ideas like that. You could see, you could think things through. Yeah. 
but it wasn't uh, it wasn't that I say it wasn't that bothered about the outcome what it looked like as long as it was functional like the greenhouse as long as it looked like a greenhouse and it got glass in it it'd use any sort of wood yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean it does the job it's yeah. that it's that first step I suppose yeah so you're looking forward to if I can go and get a um, if I can get a photo shoot with a 60s Formula 1 cigar car or anything you might hmm? come down and help cool. you can be the driver hmm? while I'm hanging out the back hang out the back while I've been chased by a Formula 1 car there's a video actually of um, one of the uh, um, leading automotive photographers for a magazine called Evo and uh, he's got everybody you know those car rigs that I've been talking about mm-hmm. about getting a yeah. uh, it's a boom that you attach to a car with a suction cup um, and then you attach the camera onto the end so the the, the view of the car uh, through the camera doesn't change and then you can move the car and then obviously you get the blue in the background. Um, everybody's, uh, I'd say everybody, there's a lot of uh, automotive photographers that are using these car rigs now. Um, but the guy from Evo, uh, a guy called Dean Smith, he's only been, only been a photographer for, well he's only been an automotive photographer for about six years. Uh, he's been working at Evo for three or two, two or three. Uh, and he's, Put a video up on on uh, social media yesterday, of it's not a car rig, it's um, like an A-frame, which is suction cut to the top of a Lotus Elise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not very tall; it's, m- it's maybe maybe a foot and a half, two foot tall. But it's this mm-hmm. A-frame on the roof of a Lotus Elise with his camera on the top of the A-frame, uh, pointing down. And then he's got a remote release, and the Elise is chasing a Renault Clio or something around a track at Blyton Park, which is where I'm going on Thursday. Uh, so he's, he's chasing this, and he's going full pelt, right. absolutely flying around. And he's just sitting there going, click, 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 mm-hmm. taking yeah. photos. And he says, this is, this is some people use rigs, car rigs, to, t- to take these photos. Yeah. That is £6,000 worth of Nikon on the top of a Lotus Elite, and I'm doing it remotely kind of thing. So that that's, takes a lot of trust and a lot of balls. <laughs> but, yeah, that'd be cool to do. Um, <laughs> to try and get, again, that's going to be one of those engineering things that, Trying to trying to make it as safe as possible because there's no there isn't anything that on the market that you can do that so you have to make it yourself. Yeah. Um, but uh, you can you can make things fit and adjust it a little bit because the car rigs and the suction cups but make the A frame and then get the support. But that'd be that'd be kind of cool. Just uh, trying to make a list of loads of photo ideas. I've got a photo shoot tomorrow, a sports one. Uh, and then I'm going to need some help. I want to make a the top of a plinth, so um, like a Colosseum pillar, mm-hmm. and then like a the posh plinth at the top, yeah. um, or um, or a, a pillar with a plinth on it, and then a statue on the top. Right. So I need to make a plinth, uh, maybe uh, and even like three foot, um, just the top of it, and then I'm going to photograph athletes on the top of that. And make them look like statues in different right. commas. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I need to make a, a wooden wooden plinth. So that's going to be the the running project uh, alongside the gallant because the gallant is going to get done in the next couple of months. And then uh, then I suppose I could probably I should probably buy two tickets to the gathering, and then you can drive the fugitive all the way to Bristol. <laughs> and I'll drive the gallant. You can follow me. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to figure out a way of getting a hidden tow bar on the gallant, um, but there's not a lot of there's not a lot of cross member at the back no. to attach it to. 
Um, I'm sure I'll be able to do it at some point to figure it out. But need to need to make some kind of hidden tow bar that you can detach and attach. And then, yeah, like you say, tow the fugitive with a glamp. Be good. Yeah, I think I'll tell you. We used to enjoy when we had the Spitfire. I made a I made a, a trailer. Trailer, yeah. you know, up to Wales. Blackbox Sands mm. and Blackbox Sands, Port Maddock and, and Camp. That was really good. That, that were, was my holiday. Those were not busy then. Go on the back roads. That's really good. <laughs> the back roads. It just reminds <laughs> me of Kev. Kev from Kev from <laughs> Wales dragging the Galant back on the back of his little <laughs> blue truck through all the back roads because he wouldn't go on the M1 because it wasn't particularly illegal. Um, legal. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't particularly legal. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's oh, very well, yeah, as far as I know. I uh, haven't seen him for a while, actually. Does he manage to get flying permission? No, that, that all fell through, yeah, which is a shame. Yeah, big shame. He got told that um, he wanted to buy a house, well, he wanted to buy an old garage, and then put a, basically, buy an old garage, which was a commercial building, and then put a bedroom and a kitchen in it so that he could live in an old garage. But uh, the planning people said that he needed at least 50 square metres of living space. Um, uh, which the garage couldn't provide him, um, which was kind of annoying because it was a dilapidated, falling down ruin, uh, which he was going to do up and live in, um, and now it's an even more dilapidated, yeah. falling down yeah. ruin yeah, true, because of some because some guy said, "I'm sorry, you need to live in this much space." Oh. Yeah, tell that to them in London. Mate. Yeah, who are you to tell me how <laughs> much space I need to live in? Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, not not not. Uh, there's a there's a funny state. We were talking about it. There's. Um, We'll talk about the same kind of thing, living in a living in a barn or living in a garage. Um, but you can do it if it's if it's a temporary building, you can live there but you have to live somewhere else for three months. So you mm. can't live there for a, for all the time. You can legitimately live there for nine months, but then you have to live somewhere else for three months so that you're not a gypsy. Class as a gypsy. Unless you can prove gypsy lineage or lineage. Which the guys down in Brighton, um, the place where they're renting, the people they're renting off are, are gypsies. Hmm. They are. You can trace their lineage back. I don't know how you do it. You can trace it back, and they are gypsies. So they're quite happily living in caravans. Mm -hmm. Very expensive caravans. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I mean, they're not complaining because they've got a really cool, really cool barn. Yeah. So yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it's all good. Right, thank you very much. That's been really cool catching up and chatting. <laughs> and we're gonna, I'm now going to go make a cup of tea because I'm really thirsty. Yeah, I like a bowl of cornflakes. Yeah, <laughs> a bowl of cornflakes. Have we got cornflakes? I think we have got yeah, cornflakes. So Dad's the reason I've got sugar in my tea. Actually, no, Uncle Tom's the reason I have sugar in my tea, which I stopped, and Dad's the reason why I have cornflakes. Um, yeah. And why we turn apple crumble upside down before you put your custard on. <laughs> so at the end of all our podcasts we do a high five with Ash so it's going to have to be you thank you very much cheers dad no I'll problem. catch you a bit okay no problem my dad everybody thanks for listening thank you very much I don't think they're listening anymore I think they've all hung up they've all gone to sleep they've all gone to sleep cheers guys I will see you next week thank you very much bye bye <laughs>